All righty. Uh, budget uh, given the other day, right? And uh, it affects the schools in a big way. That's when I turned to the uh, governmental relations director of the New York State School Board Association, Owen Well, uh, Brian Fessler, breaking it all down and back with us. We say Happy New Year to you, sir. A lot of information. Happy New Year's Day. Yeah, a lot of information, Brian, uh, on this. A lot of people not happy uh, regarding some of the aid, uh, actually decreasing dollars and putting other areas uh, that, uh, you know, certainly make it, uh, you know, not the greatest of uh, situations involved. Give me an assessment uh, as far as what you have read here. Yeah, I think you uh, hit the nail on the head, uh, you know, I the budget that we saw um, offered up by the governor on Tuesday, I mean, frankly, is uh, surprising, I think, to a lot of us. Um, you know, we have some uh, concerns and disappointments, uh, as you said, uh, in particular with uh, the amount of uh, school aid and foundation aid in particular is the category, the big operating aid that uh, most of us look at and most school districts look at. Um, you know, it was hundreds of millions of dollars below what we were expecting, uh, and we see hundreds of districts across the state with foundation aid in particular that are seeing actual reductions or year-over-year declines uh, in foundation aid. So um, disappointing, uh, frustrating, surprised. Uh, we have our work cut out for us uh, on behalf of the school districts and students uh, throughout the state over the next couple months. You know, I, I look at it like it's it's kind of a reversal of course over the years, Brian, because you know, things were looking very positive when it came to the schools. There were a lot of areas that were being touched upon that were needed as far as funding, and and that was in place. And then you get something of this nature this year where, you know, listen, $2.4 billion is going towards the migrant crisis. Uh, you know, you wonder, geez, um, I always think about our veterans. Why, why aren't they getting the same uh, treatment? And because of this, maybe some of those dollars could have gone to the schools, but that's just the way I think. And when I think of the schools, you know, it's so well needed. We talk about mental health and everything else. We talk about some of our kids maybe a little bit behind because of the pandemic. We talk about some uh, some more training regarding our teachers and everything else to try and get these kids more up to speed. You know, I look at some of these guidance counselors more needed here to talk to our kids. Um, you know, I look at our programs to keep them in place. You know, it's just a conglomeration of things. And then this, you know, again, is like a punch in the gut. Yeah, I think, you know, to your point, you started off by saying, uh, you know, a little bit of a pullback. Uh, and I think that's true. And that is the main reason uh, for our surprise. Uh, you know, we, uh, we were thrilled uh, and thankful, uh, you know, to see Foundation Aid fully funded for the first time in a decade and a half in the current 23-24 school year. Uh, you know, and that, that's a credit to the governor and to the legislature uh, for making that happen um, and providing that funding. Uh, we were hopeful uh, and, you know, frankly, I think expecting uh, to see uh, full funding to continue. Um, you know, so you compare the budget that we see on Tuesday, and certainly we know it's not final and there's going to be negotiations and, yeah. um, you know, all that fun work over the next uh, uh, couple months. But to see, you know, a budget rolled out on Tuesday that really pulls back uh, in meaningful ways uh, and for districts across the state, including the island, uh, you know, to see a budget that pulls back on some of that progress, um, you know, it, it's surprising and frustrating. And, 
And we understand, I think, you know, and school boards and school districts understand, uh, you know, there are a lot of moving pieces uh, in a budget. You know, and to your point, even outside of education, there's a lot of important, um, you know, initiatives and programs. Uh, and so, you know, we look at all of those things and we want to make sure there's enough you know, operational and budgetary supports and flexibilities even outside of the entire aid package. Uh, but at the end of the day, the money is the most important thing. Um, and so we need to make sure that come April 1st or soon thereafter, you know, we see uh, a final state budget that supports all of our school districts and provides the necessary increases in financial supports, um, you know, to make sure our school districts can be successful in preparing our students, uh, you know, for careers in college uh, and their future. Um, you know, after high school. No question. Brian Fessler with us, breaking down the budget as far as the schools. A lot of these boards now, you know, they're going to have to probably do some revisions, I would think, Brian, uh, if this holds true to the state's foundation aid formula, I would imagine, you know, some of the demographic data, uh, you know, it's a, it's about trying to make sure everybody gets a sound, basic uh, type of schooling for, for all, you know. Uh, but, you know, until you get the updates and everything else to be designed, to be implemented, uh, I would imagine there's going to be some interim adjustments involved here uh, that uh, should be undertaken very carefully uh, so that there is no uh, backslide, so to speak, on its progress of recent years. I would imagine, you know, these contingencies are being looked upon right now. Yeah, I think that's a great point, Jay. And, you know, when I talk about surprise, I think at the school district level, <clears throat> that's exactly right. You know, one of the reasons why we focus on foundation aid and some of these school aid formulas is it provides a level of predictability for school districts. You know, we can look at all of the data endpoints and all these fun spreadsheets, uh, you know, until our eyes uh, glaze over. But at the end of the day, it's pushing out uh, data um, or it's pushing out numbers that help school districts plan their budgets uh, that they come out with, uh, you know, put before the voters in May. And so when we say, you know, that uh, this school aid package is hundreds of millions of dollars below what we are expecting, that's because we looked at the formulas uh, and the figures that it spit out and said, okay, in foundation aid, we're going to expect $900 million or so or a billion dollars or so of an increase. Uh, and we see a foundation aid increase, um, you know, of, uh, of about half that um, or, you know, slightly, slightly more than half of that. And so all those districts that have kind of, begun their budget development with the assumptions of these, uh, you know, kind of formula-based school aid numbers. Uh, now we have hundreds of those districts that are having to go back to the drawing board and saying, okay, we are expecting, you know, maybe 2 3 4% increase, and now we're looking at a 2 3 4% decrease, uh, you know, on top of a property tax cap, um, you know, that good, bad, or indifferent, uh, but the reality is, you know, those numbers are continually below inflation. And so, you know, uh, every single year that that happens, that puts a tighter, tighter squeeze uh, on districts. Um, and, you know, we have uh, federal stimulus dollars that are expiring um, yep. Good point. At the, towards the end of this calendar year. And so kind of all of these things happening at the same time, uh, you know, is, uh, uh, creates a challenge uh, that I think a lot of us weren't necessarily expecting to be at the degree um, that, you know, this executive budget proposal that we saw on Tuesday uh, is going to present for us. No question, Brian Fessler, breaking it down as far as the proposal is concerned for the budget with the governor and how it affects the schools. You know, I'll say this with about 124 give or take districts here on the island, 
a lot of them are going to see some uh, some school aid increases. Uh, you know, and, and I'm talking specifically, Brian, you know, Brentwood, Hempstead, they have unfortunately been on the other side, um, and they need money. You know, they just need money, and from what I understand, uh, Hempstead's going to get about $26 million. Brentwood will see an increase of more than $15 million or so. Uh, and that's a good thing. And, uh, you know, they're, they're two of 77, by the way. They'll see these. Again, you got... You got another fifty or so that won't, unfortunately. Uh, sure. But the schools who have been dismal, uh, as far as a lot of categories, are going to get a bit, a bit of a boost. We got to say that, though. Yeah, that, that's true. And uh, you know, I think uh, for you and I, uh, you know, and your listeners as individuals, we're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars. You know, yeah. uh, these are not insignificant amounts of money, uh, but in the context of a, you know. $230 billion state yes. budget, uh, you know, and edu- public schools educate, uh, you know, two and a half million students every single day. Um, you know, a lot of funds are required. So that's understandable on, you know, an, uh, any big endeavor like this. Um, <clears throat> and without getting too far under the hood, you know, even for the districts that are seeing uh, uh, increases, you know, and we have about half the districts in the state under this budget would see a foundation aid increase. Uh, even those increases are lower than what we are expecting because of some formula tinkering uh, that the budget offers. So, you know, certainly for the hundreds of districts that are seeing year-over-year declines in foundation aid, uh, you know, we're incredibly concerned and frustrated. But even for the districts that are seeing increases, uh, certainly we're thankful, uh, you know, and we appreciate uh, those investments. But even those uh, proposals are less than what we are expecting because of some of these formulaic tinkerings um, that that suppressed the overall statewide figure beyond just some of the individual district numbers. Um, you know, so that's where some of our concerns is uh, are. There's areas of the budget you know that do provide more targeted funding to support transportation expenses and special education students and um, and BOCES costs and capital costs. All of those are fully funded, fortunately, uh, so we're thankful about that. But it's really this main operating aid, foundation aid, uh, that we look at each year and school districts and school boards across the state really zero in on and focus on this time each year. You know, and this is what happens, unfortunately. I'm not going to drag you into the politics of it all, the landscape, Mr. Fessler, but I'll tell you this. When you overspend, this is a derivative ladies and gentlemen, as far as what could happen. We see it on the national scale. And a $34 trillion price tag. Okay? New York, in my estimation, is on the verge of fiscal calamity beyond. And it's in large part because the governor and many around her who put a lot of pressure on her and really... Do not focus in on the crux of it all, realities, neglecting needs of many out there, taxpayers, you know, living wages, safe roads, whatever. But in essence, education takes a hit, basically because of this right here. And unfortunately, until we get to some sort of common sense, uh, in our society, from a government standpoint, we are never going to get out of this quagmire. And again, I don't want to draw you in to a political, to the political scene here, 
but you get a sense of what I'm talking about. On the national scale, Mr. Fessler, and of course here on the state side. Yeah, sure. You know, I understand. And we focus our, you know, advocacy in support of our members uh, and support of school districts across the state. And listen, you know, I want to be clear. We uh, appreciate and recognize uh, and obviously support, uh, you know, the, the historic investments in, in our schools and education. You know, and we're proud um, you know, I think from our perspective, to be in a state that right. uh, supports in education in that way. And we want to make sure, you know, come April 1st, that this budget continues with that trend for all school districts and all students across the state. And that is uh, the key, and I know you're looking out for all. Mr. Brian Fessler breaking it down, uh, as he always does. We'll keep an eye on things. You know, it's going to be a back and forth. Whether it gets in on time by the 1st of April, we shall see. Uh, but hopefully there is some pushback, some revision, uh, and some well-needed more aid, especially on the foundation side, uh, to head to our school districts. You stay well, my friend, and we look forward to another conversation. Good to talk to you, Jay.